It's All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence. We're continuing our off-the-road interview series, connecting with artists around the world during the pandemic. Hear everyone we've spoken with so far at hawaiipublicradio.org. Just look for the Off the Road banner on the front page. And today it's actor and musician Michael DeBar, a sort of entertainment chameleon. In movies with legends like Tony Curtis, Sidney Poitier, and Clint Eastwood. On TV, shows like Melrose Place, Seinfeld, and Years as the character Murdoch on MacGyver. As a musician, including in Detective, a one-time pet project of Led Zeppelin, and also in the supergroup Power Station, who played Live Aid. His new live EP with his latest band, The Mistakes, includes songs from both of those projects, which he's put out, of course, when not busy hosting The Morning Show on Bruce Springsteen guitarist Little Steven's Sirius XM radio channel or recording music for Little Steven's record label. It's a pleasure to get Michael DeBar on our show now. Aloha, Michael. Thanks for doing this. Aloha, Dave. Absolutely. How are you? Um, fantastic. Really appreciate it. I'm so delighted to, uh, to do it. Which city are you in? Is this where you've been since the pandemic started? Pasadena, California. Oh, yeah. And um, I do all my work from here. I do my three-hour-a-day show from here. I, uh, I'm i in this home. I have my cats. I have my guitars. I've got my studios. I have a gym. You know. In terms of dealing with the virus, how has it really touched your life? It is what it is. And in that sense, I mean, I'm sad. People are dying. If they want to go out to dinner without a mask, what can I say? You know, wear a mask, don't be in a crowd, six feet from somebody, follow the rules, and maybe you'll stay alive. Um, In my case, it hasn't changed me that much. I'm not that gregarious dude that I was 20 years ago. Uh, There's a lot of self-reflection. I've been writing a lot. Um, And then the documentary, you know, was was being made but it was great doing that ep it was really wonderful to revisit that three chord early 70s bluesy rock and roll now when was that recorded exactly michael pre-pandemic it's a little over a year ago and so when this stuff went down this dreadful situation we find ourselves in getting worse every day I thought I'd love to put out some live music for obvious reasons, because there isn't any. And also songs that I'd written for Stephen Van Zandt's label, too, that we'd rehearsed and recorded together. Little Stephen, of course, Stephen Van Zandt, longtime guitarist in Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band, the character Silvio Dante on The Sopranos TV show. You're not only connected to his record label, but you're his morning DJ on his satellite radio channel. I met him in 1983 or four. I was in a band called Checkered Past with Steve Jones with the Pistols and Clement Nigel, the rhythm section from Blondie and Tony Sales from Bowie's Tin Machine. We opened for Stevie. He was very politicized and all of the albums reflected that. Ain't gonna that play was, Sun City. Yeah, he's a real activist. Now he's an activist for getting instruments into schools, Little Kids Rock and also teachrock.org that encourages uh, teachers how to teach music. And by that, I mean, If you're playing Sam Cooke, then you're talking about civil rights. That's cool how he links them, actually. And uh, you're linked to one of the biggest concerts of all time, Live Aid, through a song on your new live EP, in fact, the classic rock anthem Get It On by T-Rex, covered in the mid-'80s by supergroup Power Station, which uh, folks might recall had members of Duran Duran, Chic, 
and singer Robert Palmer, who backed out just before their tour and big Live Aid appearance, giving you the chance to do both. It was uh, incredible. I went to hang out with Don Johnson, who was making a movie in Texas. I was with him for a week or two, and I got a phone call in Marshall, Texas, from this promoter in New York. And he says, come to New York. There's a band needs a singer. There's a tour booked. I said, what band? He said, I can't tell you. I said, get a limo and, and the Carlisle Hotel, and I'll come to New York. And he did, and I did. And I got on that plane. I got out at JFK. I got in the car. I went to Manhattan. I went up to the office. Wayne Forte, the great promoter, is sitting there. John Taylor and Tony Thompson are sitting there sweating, nervous, tour booked. Oh, my God, millions of dollars at stake. Andy had seen me because me and Jonesy in Checkered Past had opened for Duran, so they knew me. Um, and that's why they flew me there. So then we go to the record plant, the studio, that night. We take off Robert Palmer's voice, and I take the tape. I get on the Concorde. I fly to London right away that night, no sleep, check in the hotel, go to a studio, because Andy, who really ran that outfit, wanted to you know, audition me singing their songs. And that's Andy so Taylor of Duran Duran. Yes, Andy Taylor of Duran Duran. So then we went into the studio. I went into the studio. He was six hours late, arrives in a billowing cloud of marijuana and two bodyguards. <laughs> And he hits the control button, and I sing a verse and a chorus of Get It On. And he said, all right, Michael, fantastic. You know, I'll see you in New York. I get back on the Concord. I go back to New York. Don Johnson is now in New York. And then days later, it's Don Johnson himself introducing you guys at JFK Stadium for Live Aid. Yeah, he was part of the whole uh, ritual. I was with him making a movie, and a week later, I was at Live Aid. We had a private jet. He came with me. Bill Graham or whoever was running the thing said, would you like to introduce Power Station? <laughs> and, and he did. That's a good segue back to your acting side. So you started at such a young age. Your first film, Drop Dead Darling, Arriba Dirty Baby in 1966, starring Tony Curtis. 16 years old. Absolutely. I was already obsessed with Elvis. And so was he. And uh, he was from the Bronx or somewhere, you know, he's like a working class guy who had become this massive star it was one of my the great inspirations i'm so glad you brought it up because what he was was completely anarchic on that set you know if he didn't feel like it he wouldn't come out of the trailer <laughs> which i think it's hilarious you know when you've got these corporations all the money that they're losing while you're in that <laughs> trailer stopping some beautiful <laughs> fan um you know and he was that guy and he was a young man you know and i was a child and then a year after that, I, I met Sidney Poitier and worked with him. Um, I did that movie, To Sew With Love With Sidney, and I was 17. And the incredible nobility gave me another slice of information. Tony Curtis was a punk. Poitier was an opera singer, you know? The difference between those two guys is one is a noble emperor of the world, right. and Tony Curtis was a, a you know, a street kid. Another guy who has a deep connection to Hawaii, which is cool, a sometime Maui resident is Clint Eastwood, and you were in the yeah. film Pink yeah. Cadillac. Well, I mean, it was an incredible experience, man. You know, they wanted an Aryan Brotherhood biker guy, leader of the gang. And, you know, I talk like this. I talked in a kind of a, like a growl, grovelly, bad biker kind of accent. And being that guy. So then I fly to Nevada where we're on location. I'm in the leather jacket and the gun. And the, we're about to shoot a scene. And, I, and they go, Michael, this is um, 
Mr. Eastwood. And I said to him, go ahead, make my career. <laughs> and he laughed like you're laughing. <laughs> and we got along so good. So that night, he goes, hey, come with me, Mike. Nobody calls me Mike. Come with me, Mike. And he takes me to the trailer. And his trailer is Schwarzenegger's gym in a trailer with all this weight gear everywhere. So we're sitting in the trailer and he says, I want you to watch this. And it was a documentary on Thelonious Monk. Oh, wow. Right. So he knew that I was a musician and all of that. So he said, come see this, Mike. Come and see Thelonious Monk. Because he's a jazz fanatic. Mm. I, you know, I, we never spoke politics. I could give a shit about any of that anyway. We were actors. You know, he's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I've been inspired by people's um, attitude to what they do. I, on a sort of uh, chameleonic way, I suppose, have adapted and adopted whatever was around me. It makes me think of a line from that thing that you're maybe most associated MacGyver to so many people. You know how to MacGyver it. You can make it work. <laughs> it's Michael DeBar, new live EP that folks can look for. And obviously, you're just continuing along with your, uh, your journey through being a chameleon, as you said, in the entertainment world. I hope you had fun talking to us. Sure did, Dave. I sure did. Thank you so much. And be safe. You too. Okay, man.